Hey flippers, if you're like me, you get the same questions all the time. So today I'm going to answer the top six questions that I get and give you my answers for them because how you answer those questions can make all the difference in the world. Hopefully this will help you make some money because that's goal number one of the podcast. Welcome to the Flipping Genius Podcast. This is the show about buying and selling cars for a significant profit. I'm Randy Lee, the host of the Flipping Genius, and I've been flipping cars for a good portion of my life. The past 11 years, I've been a licensed used car dealer here in the great state of Alabama. I'm far from a mechanical expert, though. In fact, time and time again, I will show you that you can be successful in the car flipping business without the ability to turn a wrench or years of dealership experience. And along the way, I'll introduce you to friends and even some competitors of mine who will share some of their tips and advice as well. And as we grow our Flipping Genius network of flippers across the U.S. and around the globe, we'll actually give consistent listeners who have an interest the opportunity to put our systems, the systems that have proven successful for over the last decade, put those to work in your local markets. The number one goal of the Flipping Genius is to help our listeners make money. Car flipping can be an outstanding business or a lucrative side hustle. You decide. We'll help. So let's work together. Let's make some money. Let's all become flipping geniuses. Let's get to it, flippers. Before we get started, I want to talk a little bit about some listener questions that I've gotten recently. And if you've got a question, send it to me at flippingquestions at gmail.com. I had several people ask me, and thank you for doing this, about uh, a uh, Ford F-250 Super Diesel that I had for sale that I talked about in past episodes. And uh, I thought I'd wrap that story up and say, yeah, it's it's long been sold. And, and I know uh, a couple folks, including my little brother, wanted to know if I'd uh, wound up uh, taking a trade that I had offered or I had been offered. Um, and I did not. Actually, before we could put that deal together, I had a gentleman come by with the cash and bought the truck. We counted it over the, uh, the tailgate and uh, he drove away and I took home the cash and made close to $2,000 profit. So that was a happy, that was a happy den, happy ending to that little story. Um, another thing I wanted to talk to you about to kick things off be, before we get into the six questions, uh, are our Facebook flipping genius groups around the country. And, and we'll talk about them during this episode because that, that is one of the, the significant uh, lead generators that, that I use and have used for years. We currently have groups in uh, 11 different metropolitan areas, and and we'll be opening more soon, including Salt Lake City, Utah, uh, as, as there was a request that came in from a listener, and that, that'll be one of our target areas coming up. We're, we're in Detroit, Indianapolis, Louisville, Nashville, Huntsville, Alabama, Omaha, Nebraska, Atlanta, Georgia, Austin, Texas, Phoenix, Arizona, Orlando, Florida, and Pensacola, Florida. I believe those those are all of our groups. If I left anybody out, sorry. But if if you're in an area, if you're in any of these areas and you want to be involved in the group 
beyond just buying and selling your vehicles, which you're welcome to do that. Um, get with me. Uh, we're, we're looking for management partners in each one of these groups to help manage the growth of the group. And there will be significant benefits to you. Uh, if you're interested, send me a note at flippingquestions at gmail.com and we'll talk about that. Um, also, I, I just to, for example, the, the Huntsville groups have over, uh, I think over 38,000 members in them. So they definitely generate a lot of interest and, and a possibility uh, for us as we buy and sell vehicles here locally. So they, that could be the same. And, and if you're in an area that we are not in yet, please contact me. Let me know that. And another thing, too, is if there is a subject you'd like us to cover in the future, whether I know about it or not, if I can, if I can uh, put together the information for you, I'd be happy. If it makes sense for for one of our podcast shows, just send that uh, along with questions, comments, any other input. Uh, flipping questions at gmail.com. We're trying to build this flipping genius footprint and make it a valuable tool so that you can make more money. And one of the ways that you you got to to get good at answering questions, right? So I, I think this episode is, is uh, an important one because as, as I you know, answer the phone, and, and these questions come via phone, face-to-face, text, Facebook message, really no matter how much information I put on my vehicle windows, on my website, in my advertisements, the same questions keep coming up. So I figure they're probably coming up for you or they will come up for you if you're just getting started. So it makes sense to have a plan for how to answer them. Now, first off, let me say my my answers are not always perfect. And truth be told, my bride has, has called me out more than once for being abrupt on my response. Um, now, I'm not going to say don't be yourself when you respond to these questions, but be your best self. (laughs) A few weeks ago, one of uh, my guests said, don't treat people the way you want to be treated. Treat people the way they want to be treated. That was Roger Fields, the the general manager at Dealers Auto Auction in Austin. I thought, I I mean, in Huntsville, Alabama, I'm sorry, not not Austin. Roger does a great job of just that. So when the phone rings or beeps or whatever potential buyer does to get your attention, remember, they could be your next customer. And that can lead to a a lot more if you play your cards right. Now, these days, more often than not, the first contact will be in response to a Facebook post in one of our Flipping Genius groups or from Facebook Marketplace. And it will be via a Facebook message most of the time, or, or at least or a text message. It seems, that, it, it seems more and more rare that someone will actually call. I'm old school, so I wish they would, but that's, that's just the case. The, case. Um, the most asked question immediately will be about price, it seems like. That, that's, that seems to be... Uh, the first question I get, um, what is the lowest you'll take? Or, or will you take X? Um, what's your bottom dollar? Uh, 
And, and, and if they say, will you take X, it's usually significantly under my asking price. So it's a, a, a low ball offer to my already very reasonable prices. And, and, but your answer here can be vitally important or not. The, the truth is there's a ton of flippers and scammers out there just testing the water. And honestly, you and I may be a, among them. I'm not saying we're scammers, but flippers are, are, tend to, to make low offers. So don't take offense. I mean, that's just the reality. And in the real estate business, uh, a couple decades ago, <laughs> we literally set up separate a separate fax machine. Remember those fax machines? We set up a separate fax machine just for irritated real estate agents to respond and rant to our dozens of lowball offers on properties each week. However, however, the ones who would answer back and open up a dialogue often wound up working a deal for their clients because we were serious about buying the properties. We just wanted to buy them at the lowest price. And, you know, likewise, there can be opportunities in these what's your bottom dollar inquiries. So my goal personally is A, get them to name the first dollar amount because if if you name the first dollar amount it's a weakness that's that's negotiation 101 so that's if they're going to we're going to talk money i want to know what their money is going to be so i know they're whether we even have a a realistic conversation ahead of us b i want to set up an appointment for them to see the vehicle in person before i discuss the question of price in any detail at all and c at least get them on the phone so I can hear the inflection in their voice and have a conversation. So my answers to their questions are kind of go along these lines. Um, generally, all my prices are negotiable, but in person only. And, and if I'm responding by text or message, I use those words all the time, but in person only. In fact, a lot of times in my ads, it even says my prices are negotiable, but in person only. And and I want to be on the record also that my vehicle is priced very reasonably compared to the market. This is just true. And, and then if their number is just clearly not acceptable, um, I'll tell them so. Let's say I'm, I'm asking thirty-seven fifty. And they ask if I'll take fifteen hundred. <laughs> then I'll, I'll I'll just tell them you know that that I can't do that. And I'll I'll also revert to the 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 fact that all of my prices are negotiable, but in person only, and attempt to arrange a time when we can meet at the vehicle. Now, if they persist on getting to my bottom dollar. And if they say, well, you've got to have a, a bottom dollar, what is your, what is your, you know, don't you have a price? If they say that, then I'll, I'll probably throw a number out to them at that point. And it's against my better judgment, but in order to progress with this, this conversation, I'm going to have to have a number. And, and whatever that number is, I will use that number every single call that I get like this. So I do not have to remember what I said. For instance, in that example earlier, I'm asking 3750 I say I need to get at least $3,500. And, and I've, the thing is, I've told others that 
same number, and I'll tell others that same number in the future. And I'll tell them. I've, I've told others the same. And I'm, I'm sure if you see the vehicle in person, you'll see that it's worth it. Um, it's worth what I'm asking. And, and then I will persist in trying to schedule a time to see it in person, to see them in person. <laughs> it's important here that you use a, 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 a number that you can both live with and that leaves you a little bit of wiggle room in person in case at the point of sale they find some real issues with your vehicle that are negotiable. So that's, that's how I answer that first question. Now, before we investigate question number two, let me make a suggestion to all my listeners in North Alabama and anyone who has a way to get here soon. Hey, Flippers. I've got to tell you about my favorite fine dining restaurant probably anywhere, but certainly in the Huntsville, Alabama area. Treat yourselves to a night at Nick's Ristorante. Nick's offers the finest steaks, the freshest seafood, and northern Italian cuisine just like the old country. Seriously, this place is unlike any other. The atmosphere, the service, the desserts are all beyond compare. You will thank me. It is a wonderful place to spend an evening. Nick's Ristorante is now open with open seating Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. On Friday and Saturday, Nick's has two seatings, 5 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. for the foreseeable future. Due to the limitations of COVID-19, seating is limited to 50% capacity, so be sure to go to nicksrestaurante.com or call 256-489-8280 to arrange a reservation. Rest assured, the staff at Nick's takes all precautions while sanitizing even more than ever and maintains a consistent health score of 98% or above. Nick's Restaurante is a member of the iTex trading community. Your iTex dollars are welcome. The second question that I'm often asked, not as often as the price, but frequently still, is will I take a trade or will I trade? And again, here it's important to establish your position. In my case, I'm frequently looking for more vehicles and I try to never be in a position where I must get cash out of out immediately. But it's important for you to know your circumstances. In other words, don't overextend yourself. If if you need cash, it's best to say so and discourage a trade. However, I think it's usually wise to at least ask and and find out what they have in mind. Now, if you want to hear more about my strategies when it comes to trade-ins, you can listen to episode 21 where that is the focus. But if if uh, if they're intending to do an even trade, I'm I'm quick to explain and I I do this every time. I'm quick to explain that I'm in business to make money. So, in effect, I need to to trade for something of greater value to make trading of value to me. Now, you'll be surprised at, at number one, how often people understand and, and even admire your honesty about this. And number two, how often their idea of an even trade can actually prove mutually beneficial. 
Um, see, the important thing here is to have a firm grasp of your vehicle's value and an effective way of gauging the value of what they wish to trade for it. Now, again, I, I will be, I'll be persistent in my attempt to arrange a face-to-face meeting. I, I firmly believe I can't sell anything unless I'm in front of you. I know, I know these days they're all talking about delivering cars to, to people's uh, front door and things, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing that yet. <laughs> so I'm going to be persistent in trying to arrange that appointment, that time to get together when we can discuss, in this case, the vehicles, and most importantly, my vehicle and the deal. However, you know, with modern technology, it's very possible that you can have a lot of the preliminary investigation, a lot of that work done, and the information exchanged long before you get to that stage. And, and there's no reason to waste anyone's time if, it appears, if that appears to be the case. It looks like this is just going to be a waste of time. Uh, now, again, I, I refer you to episode 21 of The Flipping Genius for further strategy on trade-ins, because that's what we focus on there. Um, but my main answer to their question is a question. I just say, what do you have in mind? And and by being willing to listen, you very well could separate yourself from everyone else that they've talked to. So that's question number two. Now, the third question, and, and this is one that, that has me biting my tongue, as my sweet mother used to say, has me biting my tongue more than even the, the low ball offers. And this is where they ask me about information that I've clearly written in my advertising, either on the window stickers in my vehicles, on the website, and the, the, the Facebook Flipping Genius group posts, in my Facebook Marketplace posts, on Craigslist, on Nextdoor, or any other means of promotion that I'm using. So they, they're asking how many miles, which engine does it have in it, or is it a four-wheel drive? Or, Well, you get it. They're asking about information that was right in front of them. Now, hopefully this bothers you less than it bothers me, but in case not, let me tell you why it is important to take a breath and answer their question. <laughs> take the time to tell them the miles, the engine size, the number of rows of seats, that the AC does work, that no, it's a a two-wheel drive, or yes, it is a four-wheel drive. Possibly state that they can see the details in the post and perhaps kindly offer to text them a copy of the details or a link to them so that they will have all of those in front of them. Like, kindly. I say ki- I said kindly twice. Well, now I've said it three times. <laughs> Because that's the key. Remember, remember what Roger told us earlier. I, I, I guess I'm just not the nicest guy in the world. So my instinct sometimes is to just say, "Can't you read?" But I've been doing this long enough to know not to follow that instinct. And when I say doing this long enough, the this that I'm referring to is life. By taking the time to give your prospective buyers the answer they need in in the way that they need to have it provided can make the difference between selling your vehicle or not. So I guess 
this answer has more to do with the kindness than the content. You know, I'm, <laughs> I often marvel at all the things that I learned before I was even old enough to drive that are an integral part of my success today. <laughs> well, speaking of things that I've learned along the way, please indulge me for just a minute so I can share an idea with you that has truly blessed my life for decades. So here's a question. If you need some advertising, printing, or just have to go to the dentist and it's going to cost $1,000, what would you rather do? Pay cash or trade $1,000 of your services? Now, most small business owners would rather trade in order to save the cash, but they find it difficult to find other businesses to trade with or to trust or to find what they need when they need it. Enter ITEX the nation's largest retail trade exchange. ITEX has a marketplace of member companies that sell to and buy from each other using the ITEX dollar instead of cash. Sell what you want, when you want, at the price you designate. They promote your business to other clients through their ITEX directory and ITEX mobile. As you make new sales in their marketplace, you earn ITEX dollars. You can use those ITEX dollars with other businesses in the ITEX network whenever and with whomever you choose. Team Townley ITEX is the local franchise of the ITEX Trade Exchange. For more information about ITEX or to get involved, call my friend Gene Townley at 251-980-1023 or just email me at flippingquestions at gmail.com and I'll introduce you to Gene personally. I've been a member of ITEX for many years. They have made a significant amount of income for me. I recommend them highly. Hey, I want to say a sincere thank you to ITEX and Gene Townley for being our exclusive barter network sponsor. A couple weeks ago, my wonderful wife, Terry, told you about all that barter has meant to our family over the years and I'm delighted to be able to share it with you. Now before I go to question number four and before I forget I want to tell you about a new benefit to all of our listeners. Advanced Auto Parts will take an additional 15% off any order that you make online when you use the link either at our website flippinggenius.com with one G in the middle or from the show notes at wherever you listen to the podcast. Just click, click on that link and use the code they mention when you order. How, really, how cool is that? I love Advanced Auto Parts and am psyched to be able to offer that to you. And, and yes, they will pay me a little commission on any sales that go through that. So you save and I earn. <laughs> what a country, huh? <laughs> hey, let's go to next the next question. Question number four. And that's this is where they say, is there anything wrong with it? Or they say, what's wrong with it? Or <laughs> here's one here's one somebody asked the other day when I was golfing in Minnesota with my brother, and I answered the phone. He said, Does it smoke and leak oil? I had to laugh at that one. <laughs> um I guess the implication here could be that my price is so reasonable 
that the vehicle must have something wrong with it. Now, if you've listened to past episodes, you know these things about me. Uh, number one, I, I take every vehicle to my mechanic before they go on my lot. And I, I think very, very highly of Dennis Johnson and all the guys down at Dennis Johnson Automotive, my mechanics. And uh, number two, I sell vehicles that usually sell for less than $4,000 and often less, quite a bit less than that. Uh, my point being that to answer the question, is there anything wrong with it, with a simple no would, would seem to set myself up for trouble. So I fall back on my old standby. I tell the truth. Now, if they, if they, ask, if they ask that, is there anything wrong with it? I usually say nothing I'm aware of, but it is a, you know, 2002 vehicle with, you know, 187,000 miles or whatever it is. So it's not a new car. And, and I, I, I always say that, uh, um, however, all my vehicles are inspected and repaired and if necessary, they're repaired by my mechanic before they go on our lot. Now, truthfully, why I answer this in real life is, is, and I mention when I when I answer this in real life, I mention Dennis and his shop. But so far, he hasn't paid anything to me to advertise for him. So I figure I, I better limit the amount of free promotion I give him. I mean, I just heard this on Father Ted the other day. Why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Dennis has such a strong reputation in our neck of the woods that I simply try to piggyback. Piggyback. I simply try to piggyback on that whenever I can. And by the way, if if you don't have, if you don't do all the work yourself, uh, I highly recommend that you find somebody like Dennis to do the same in your neck of the woods. Um, so the answer here, I guess, is just be honest. In cases when there are still some things that I know about that, you know, I know about that need to be repaired. Chances are that I've already disclosed them in my posts because that's just what I do. I go ahead and, and tell them again that, you know, it could use a, a new set of tires soon, or the interior looks like it's got 254,000 miles on it, which makes sense because the car has 254,000 miles on it. Or, uh, there's some cosmetic damage to the right rear fender, and the left rear window needs a window regulator, and the AC doesn't work, but that's why I'm only asking $1,250. So, <laughs> that's, I think I, I think that's an exact quote from a couple weeks ago. <laughs> while, while I want to sell my vehicle, and and, and I still will be working to get them to the point of sale to see the vehicle in person, I never want to get them there under false pretenses. That's just not good for anyone. So, you know, tell them what you got. And if it's, if it's what they're looking for, there's a good chance that it will soon belong to them and their money will belong to you. And that's how flipping's supposed to go, right? So, so that's question number four. Easy peasy. Tell the truth. <laughs> now the one I hate the most. Dreaded question number five. Okay, number five. And this is the one I really hate answering. Oh, by the way, 
If you'd like a text copy of the notes from this episode or just send me an email to flippingquestions at gmail.com and ask for the notes to episode 28 and I'll send them to you for free. Okay, here's why I hate number five. (laughs) Number five is, can I take it to my mechanic? Now, over the years, I've gone back and forth on this. I mean, I, I wanted to sound honest, so I didn't want to say no, but saying yes and allowing someone I don't know to carry my car to a mechanic I don't know, wasting a couple hours of dreading all the terrible things that could happen, like an accident on the way, uh, a breakdown on, on the longer-than-normal test drive across town, uh, the mechanic intentionally causing a problem with my vehicle, or just an inept mechanic causing an issue because he doesn't know what the hell he's doing, or, or just the very probable outcome of their mechanic finding a way to justify his fee and existence by finding a laundry list of things wrong with my car. And conveniently, yeah, just conveniently recommending one that he owns himself or that a friend has for sale. I mean, frankly, the likelihood of this going well is just very slim. And in the mechanic's defense, you know, if if he tells the customer everything is straight with my car, he has very little upside because if there's anything he doesn't find and it it pops up later, it's going to come back to bite him. So my answer is, I'm sorry, but no. You're welcome to bring your mechanic with you. Or or I invite you to stop and talk to the aforementioned mechanic that I use loyally, who as of yet does not sponsor this show. Because he, he has had the vehicle in his shop within the past week or so and will be able and willing to tell you everything that he knows. Uh, I think he's the best, so that's the best I can do. And, you know, if this does not meet their needs or if they don't feel happy, the chances are they weren't going to buy my car anyway. And it very well could give me the chance to tell my Woody Hayes story. (laughs) Woody Hayes coached the Ohio State Buckeyes in football back before the Wisconsin Badgers became the greatest team in the Big Ten. Now back back then, Woody and the Buckeyes were nearly as dominate, dominant in the north as Bear Bryant and the Crimson Tide were in the south. And Woody and his Buckeyes liked to run the football so much that their offense was often referred to as three yards and a cloud of dust. And when reporters used to ask Woody why he didn't pass the ball, more like those pretty boys out on the West Coast, Woody would simply say, three things can happen when you throw the football, and two of them are bad. And that's how I feel about letting somebody take my car to their mechanic. (laughs) We come back, we're going to talk about question number six. Okay, number six. I probably get asked this question nearly as much as the bottom dollar question. And I, I guess I hate it almost as much as, as the take it to my mechanic question, but, but it's just reality. Question number six is, do you accept payments? Or 
how much do I need to put down? Or do you finance? Or are you a buy here, pay here? Part of why I don't like this is because I'm so anti-debt. Truly, Dave Ramsey and his philosophies were instrumental in how I originally shaped my car business. I want to supply people with that $3,000 cash vehicle that Dave Ramsey talks about. And I think car loans are just bad. But I'm not here to save the world. I'm here to flip cars. So, so my answer is no, we, we don't finance. But, but I'm happy to work with your credit union, your lender, or I can recommend a lender to you if you don't have one. That's, that's exactly what I say. <laughs> Honestly... I think 90% of the time, the only part of that that they hear is no. But about 10% of the time, I'll wind up either steering them to a small finance company that I work with every now and then, or inspiring them to contact their credit union. And, you know, credit unions have a little bit more leniency with what they will loan as far as a car loan. And with the kind of cars that, that I sell, there's some chance that a credit union would, would finance them, usually banks just won't in the price range that I'm in. Um, you know, sometimes people just aren't aware that you can finance a car any any way other than through a buy here, pay here car lot. Uh, now, you might be interested in that, or maybe you're already a successful buy here, pay here operator, but that's not something that I do, so that's not my answer. My answer is, my answer is no. <laughs> We don't finance, but I'm happy to work with your credit union lender, or I can recommend a lender to you if you don't have one. <laughs> so those are my answers to the six questions I get most frequently. And I, I hope they help you as you form your business or continue to grow your business. And I want to thank you for tuning in to episode 28 of The Flipping Genius. And if you haven't yet, I encourage you to listen to all 27 other episodes and and make please make flipping genius a favorite and or subscribe so you you won't miss any future episodes we try to put one out every wednesday morning at 6 a.m central time so far we're on target and and hey i almost forgot look for the flipping genius youtube channel too just just search Flipping Genius, and you'll find our YouTube channel. I'm trying to do that about once a week. Just send out kind of a motivational video to keep us all going, and it helps me to make it, and I hope it helps you too. Hey, if you have a topic you'd like me to cover or a question you'd like to ask or a story you'd like to share, send me an email at flippingquestions at gmail.com, and I'll respond promptly like I'm not even a big-time podcast star. I really will. Yeah, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate greatly those of you who are supporting the podcast. And I want to thank our sponsors again, ITEX and Team Townley. They will literally hand-deliver new business to you. They really will. Nick's Ristorante in Huntsville, Alabama. Incredible steaks, seafood, and northern Italian cuisine like nobody else. Hey, it's worth the drive if you're, you know... Kansas City or something. <laughs> Jordan Cigar, ideas to identify.com, and most recently, Advanced Auto Parts. Remember to use the link on our show to save 15% on your next purchase from Advanced Auto Parts. Hey, let's work together. Let's make some money. Let's all become flipping geniuses.
Man, it is summertime, and that means it's time to get the sticks out. When I say sticks, I mean not only my golf clubs, but also my cigars. When I'm playing golf, I love to smoke a good cigar, and there's no better cigar than a Jordan cigar. If you're a cigar smoker, you love a cigar smoker, and you want to buy a good quality cigar for a reasonable price, go to jordancigar.com, jordancigar.com. It's the finest cigars and furniture quality humidors all in one place. Even some super combo offers. Go to J-O-R-D-A-N-C-I-G-A-R.com, jordancigar.com. Tell me heard about them on The Flipping Genius, and they'll give you 12% on your order if you order before the end of August. Professional name badges are the perfect way to represent your company or organization and provide an easy way to identify your staff. Ideas2Identify.com manufactures beautiful, full-color, quality name badges that can include your custom logo, and they use magnetic attachment systems. They are manufactured right here in the United States at very competitive pricing. Ideas2Identify.com can fill any size order in a timely fashion. They ship throughout the United States and will complete an order as small as one. To learn more, visit Ideas2Identify.com. That's Ideas, the number two, Identify.com. <laughs> 